Hey teacher, how are you doing? I know it's a really scary time right now economically and even politically, depending on where you are in the world. And I want to let you know that I understand that we can't always change everything. We can't always impact everything that's going on, but we can control some things like our finances. So if you know that you want to start a business in 2023 in the new year so that you can start to save more money, pay off debt, invest in property, put more towards retirement, or just have a little more to go on vacations during your breaks, I want to support you in that. On November 15th and November 16th, I'm hosting two separate free webinars to show you how you can get started with a teacher business using the skills, knowledge, and expertise that you already have. Find all the information, including the registration links, in the show notes. Think about falling in love for a minute. It's a thrilling and exciting adventure for both parties. It's a journey. They're always learning. I want for your students to fall in love with math, and I'd love it if I could help you learn to love math too. When we start from there, our math instruction automatically becomes more engaging, more relevant, more effective, and even more fun. And that's what we're all about here on the Learning to Love Math podcast. Hi, by the way, I'm Brittany. I'm a teacher, tutor, math learning coach, and the creator behind the Teachers Pay Teacher store, Math with Minis. In just two short years, I went from basically being math illiterate to having students make two years worth of games with math in my classroom. With mindset, motivation, masterminding, and a little bit of coaching, we can make math magical for our students. Let's get on to today's episode. Welcome to the Learning to Love Math podcast. Hello teachers, welcome or welcome back to the Learning to Love Math podcast. Today, we're talking about how you can make money as a content creator. So I'm gonna share some examples of different things that content creators do and really the kinds of content you could create. And then I'm gonna share the different ways that you can make money because there isn't just one. There's actually just a few different revenue streams from content creation itself. And this is separate from affiliate marketing. I did just do an episode about affiliate marketing. So go back and listen to the one before this if you wanna learn about that too. So what is content creation? The short version is anything that you make that can be watched, listened to, or read. So this includes posts on Instagram, like photos. It includes reels and TikToks, little videos. It includes shorts, the short form video on YouTube, or full length horizontal YouTube videos, the traditional ones. It includes podcasts, just like how this is content right now. So I created this content for you guys to listen to. It includes blog posts, technically includes email marketing as well. So when you send an email, even though it's technically quote unquote marketing, it is content. You're writing like a letter to these people and you're sharing some valuable insight for them. So as a content creator, you first wanna get really, really good at a certain platform. This is why I mentioned with stuff like this in affiliate marketing, it's usually not something that you can make money with overnight unless you've already built the following. You might've already been making some content. So maybe you already have an Instagram account and you have some followers and you have a really clear niche and you're thinking, how do I make money with this? Or you've seen people do that and you came to this episode because you're like, how do they actually get paid? Do they get paid? How much money do they make? So you want to get first good at a really certain platform. And I know that's kind of a a catch-all answer, but I couldn't possibly in this episode go over how to be good at YouTube, how to be good at podcasting, how to be good at Instagram and TikTok. And also I am not 100% good at those things. Like there are very, very few people who have mastered all of the platforms. And honestly, I would even say it's impossible because those platforms are constantly changing. Talk to anybody who's creating content and they'll tell you that. So you have to be really flexible and adaptable if you want to be a content creator because you have to kind of learn 
learn the new rules and benchmarks all the time. But really when it comes down to it, creating content is just making something that's really helpful or useful to somebody. It could be entertaining. So maybe someone thinks that you're really funny or they just like watching you. It could be useful. So they always learn something when they hear from you. It could be relatable. So maybe you just say or do or share certain things that they're like, oh my gosh, that happens in my house too. In fact, if you even take a second to think about the different people that you follow on Instagram, on TikTok, the different podcasts you listen to, the different things that you read, you might see some common themes there. So the next time you're scrolling, just take a second and think, why do I follow this person? Or why did I stop scrolling to watch this video or to read this post? And the more aware of your own behaviors online that you can be, the better of a content creator you're going to be because you're going to be thinking about these things. You're going to be thinking about what kind of thing could I put in a video to hook them in and make them stop scrolling? What can I put in the caption or the text of a post to make someone actually want to click on the caption and read the whole thing? What can I put in the caption to make them actually want to take another action like follow me or send me a DM or sign up for whatever affiliate marketing or program I have? Affiliate marketing usually comes after this. So for content creation, you're going to get really good at a platform. So let's say you've done this. This is a slower burn, but say you listen to this episode today and you say, that's it. I'm going to get really good at TikTok. And so for 90 days, you post on TikTok every single day. You get really good at the platform. You push through feeling awkward and you eventually get to the point where you're having fun with it. You're getting a little more confident and you're creating content that people really like. People are starting to like them. They're starting to comment. They're starting to follow you. They're starting to actually have dialogue and conversation with you. From there, you want to think about the different ways that you could make money. And there are a few different ways. The platforms themselves have really in the past two years been stepping up their game, what we call creator funds. So on Pinterest right now, actually, Pinterest just made it so you can go live. I mean, who knows? By the time you listen to this episode, they might have taken away the feature, but they just released this week where on Pinterest, you can actually go live just like you can on Facebook or Instagram. And so the first few people who really get good at figuring out Pinterest live and building an audience there, they're probably going to benefit from that. And so it's one of those things that if you're going to be a content creator, you have to be willing to always be looking and listening at what's trending right now, what people like, what people are looking for, and then figuring out how you can make that work with your own offers and your brand and your presence on social media or not even on social media. It could be blog, podcast, YouTube, but social media is usually one that a lot of teachers use or they're familiar with because they're already on Instagram or TikTok. And so they say, okay, that wouldn't be too hard to transition. Now I will say, if you are going to be a content creator, there are people who make money on Instagram. There are people who make money on TikTok, but I would highly recommend having at least one long form content platform too. So also having a blog or a podcast or YouTube. And there are a few reasons for that, but one being because the social media platforms do change so much that if you're still in the classroom, it can be a lot to keep up with. But if you make a blog or a podcast or a YouTube channel, those videos, those blog posts, those podcast episodes are going to get listened to for years to come. So it's better of a better investment of your time overall. Now, social media can still be a good investment. I mean, people make really good money. I make money off social media and you don't have to have a good following. I think I only have like a thousand or so followers on the Math with Manise account as of right now. And by the way, you're welcome to go see what I've done and see. I believe you can actually see like when you click on the reels icon, you can actually see which videos have been watched, like how many times. So that even kind of gives you an idea, like go on the Instagram accounts of the favorite people you follow and the content you really like and see which has the most views and stuff. You can kind of start getting a sense of like what the formula is to creating content that really resonates with people. And of course, if you always start from, I'm going to help as many people as much as I can, and I'm going to help more people, then you're going to make more money and you're going to use that money to make a bigger difference. And it just keeps going and going in a beautiful snowball cycle. You're going to pick a long form uh, platform 
So blog, podcast, YouTube, I recommend. Uh, You could also do a weekly show. A lot of people do like a live weekly show on Instagram or TikTok. Again, I prefer to have something off of those platforms too. Another big reason for that is because eventually what happens if those platforms go away? Everybody spent hours on Clubhouse when it first got popular in like 2020. And then who's on there now? I mean, I don't know. There might still be some people on there now, but it's kind of a flash in the pan. You know, it's gone. And who knows? It could be the same with Facebook or Instagram or TikTok even in a couple of years. Those things are usually not standing the test of time. And also they're really new. If you think about it, I mean, Instagram's only been around for like what, 10 years. So those platforms can go away. Something else could come and rise up in its place. And if you are flexible and adaptable, then you'll get on those new platforms, be one of the first early adopters and build a following that way. If you have long form content, you can use that as a foundation for what you post, what you post about, the kind of content that'll always keep you focused. It'll keep you niched and it gives you somewhere to send people. So if you don't have an email list yet, then you're going to be sending them to your long form content. Although I would recommend having an email list and building that list of people so that when you are ready to open a TPT store or open an Etsy shop or sell physical products or have a membership or subscriptions, then you can launch that to your audience on email. Again, you can hear more about this stuff on the Social Media Magic Podcast. That's where I really dive deep into like how to grow a community online and all that good stuff if you're into marketing or if you already have a business and you're looking to grow it. Okay, so let's talk really quickly about the different income streams aside from the creator funds that the platforms have. So YouTube, Pinterest, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, they all have creator funds, but those usually aren't that much. I think Facebook, you get like a cent per thousand plays or something like that. I don't know, I think a dollar, I don't know, it's really low. So most of my reels are only making a few bucks each, but there's other ways too. So you can set up subscriptions. In fact, Instagram is playing with this. If you are a creator or a business account, I believe. So that's kind of the thing too, is if you, if you are going to build a following on social media, you do want to make sure you have it set up in the right settings. And I'm not going to go too deep into that because it's just, there's too much, (laughs) there's too much to cover. But if you go to account, you can kind of see which account you have. You can go to switch account type, and then you can switch to business or creator, and you're going to get different options for each one. So if you're a creator, you can set up what's called memberships or subscriptions, and you can actually make content specifically for those close followers. And so that's in addition to what everybody sees. You have your public reels, your public posts and all that, at least on Instagram. And then you have a subscription that people can sign up to and you can set it up there. And not just through there, you can do that with podcasting. I have a setup called the Math Mavens, which is if you're interested in like getting better as a math teacher, you can support the show and then you get some goodies in return. You also get some free resources. I guess they're technically not free because you're paying for the subscription, but they're cheaper because you're not paying the full price for them. So there's all these benefits that you get. So you can think about playing with the membership subscription. And then you could also decide to have a proper membership where maybe every week or every month you have some kind of meeting where they come and work on something. So that's like the heart of marketing Academy that I've been talking about in the episodes. That's a membership that I'm hosting for people who do want to start their teacher businesses for people who are brand new and they don't know anything about marketing or sales, or maybe they've just had a really bad experience and everything's been so expensive and out of reach and inaccessible to them. And they're about to give up. I mean, those are the two types of people I think that are really going to get the most out of it. And so we're going to be talking about how you can get more sales with marketing without selling your soul, without feeling salesy, without feeling sleazy. It really is possible. And I can't wait to show you how, because I truly believe, and I've seen the success from this, when you help people more and when you help more people, you make more money. And when we make more money, we make a bigger difference. It's going to become my slogan, I swear, but I really do believe it. I've seen it. And I can't wait to help you do that too. If you haven't already, definitely sign up for the workshop next week, November 15th and 16th at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 6 p.m 
Mountain, 7 p.m. Central and 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And the both workshops are gonna be basically the same. The only difference is just the date. So pick the date that works for you. If you can't make it, you can get a replay, but I really recommend that you come live because that's when you can workshop things out. That's when you can get your questions answered. And that's when you can see other people get their questions answered. And that's really valuable too. Anytime I'm in like a hot seat coaching session, I always get so much out of seeing someone else get their questions answered because sometimes they think to ask something that I wouldn't have even thought of or that I'm just not in that place yet. I can't wait to see you in the workshops. I can't wait to see some of you in the Heart of Marketing Academy. And I can't wait to see some of you on the next episode of the Learning to Love Math podcast. Bye for now. Oh,